Hello and welcome back to The Movie Quest, the best podcast about movies that's ever existed that disappeared for a indefinite period of time. I am joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Anthony. Hello. Hi. I gave you one job, Aaron. <laughs> one job. Johnny. Hello, Johnny. Hello. If this is your first time, or if you've forgotten because we've been gone away for so long, um, The Movie Quest is a podcast where three friends discuss films. Usually, it involves a list or many films, and we break them down, but we haven't been doing that. We've been letting you down over the we've past. We've been building suspense for everyone. <laughs> suspense, yeah, for the keep, Halloween yeah, yeah. extravaganza. The, the biggest build-up ever for a podcast. We thought, we'll start our build-up for Halloween in June. How about that? Absolutely. Um, so, just to explain a little bit about what's going to happen in this episode. Last Halloween, we all picked a bunch of like Halloween-esque films and we put them in a list. I, If I remember correctly, at the very top of that list is Poltergeist, right? Yeah, I think so. I yeah, so I'd have to consult the, 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 list. Uh, the documents. The documents, sure it was. yeah. I'm pretty sure it was... Is Port Geist? Yeah, Port... Is Halloween also on that list? Oh, oh gosh, that's, that's yeah. Not, we, need to, we need to get the documents up. Yeah, yeah we do. But anyway, this this one, we're going to add to that. Each year, we're going to add to this list. And this time, this Halloween, we're going to add Hocus Pocus, the Disney special. But we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Hi, I'm my beautiful boys. How are you both doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Johnny, are you good? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I've just had a week of holiday, so uh, yeah, all good here. Oh man, I'm sure you're absolutely buzzing. Yeah. Did you do anything nice? Uh, yeah, smash the Lake District. I did five days of as much exercise as I could do in each day, and then at the end of it, I just collapsed and What's, didn't move for a whole day. What is five days like? What, did you choose a different exercise every day, or was it like I I did mountain biking one day mm-hmm. and then hiking. The next day, and then mountain biking, then hiking, then mountain biking. I never done mountain biking before, and my legs feel like calves feel like a watermelon at the minute. Do you, um, did you have like really aggressive like metal, like speed metal, <laughs> whilst like riding down the trails, like? <laughs> 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 uh, no, 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 um, no. It's just the sound of nature and the wind and my hair and. Oh, I love yeah. that. Do you, do you yeah, no, that, I'm sure there was some airflow through that beard of yours. It's looking mighty massive. Yeah, it's fairly long. It's probably like an inch and a half, maybe two inches. That's insane. Looks good. Mm. You look like a man of the moors. So, well done. Thanks. And how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, just to fill the listeners in a little bit. We uh, we recorded our last episode. It was, was E.T., wasn't it? And then I broke it to you guys that I needed to have a bit of a break because my work was so insane. Uh, the amount of overtime I was doing and stuff, it was just inc- it was crazy that I just I just couldn't fit the podcast in and see my wife and child. So I, I chose my wife and child over you guys. I apologize, listeners. But yeah, and then I, jo- Johnny and Aaron were like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll record a, a podcast. We won't let you down. We'll keep it going. We'll get it all, get our plan together, and then uh, 
And then nothing. <laughs> I heard nothing. In our defence, there was a planned... We had a meeting. Yeah, we had a planning meeting and everything. We oh. were like, we were going to have guests in and all sorts. Yeah, and we even spoke to people about coming in. But <laughs> even spoke to people about coming in. And then... Yeah, people are still expecting to be invited on. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> waiting for the call. Waiting for the uh, yeah. movie quest call. And then, you know, they probably sat there thinking like, maybe they hate me. Maybe they maybe actually I did. Me. Maybe I was the one that didn't make the cut. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, I get. I, I forgive you guys. It's okay. It's okay. I get it. We're all we're all very busy. And yeah, I think like. And I get that you could do the podcast without me. Obviously, I mean, that was that the main, was the main, that was the main thing. Yeah. Thing, wasn't it? yeah. Like, we both we came to click record, and then I had a little cry and said, "Aunt's not here." Then Johnny had a little cry, and he got a picture up of you, and he was looking at it and saying, "I miss Aunt. I wish she was here to podcast." And I was like, me too. Should we just not podcast until he comes back? And he was like, I really yeah, wish let's do that. That, that was that, that actually happened though. I really wish it wasn't just, just you just didn't get around <laughs> to it. But anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, since then, the game I've been working on for the long, long, longest time is been announced, had a release date, is coming out in about 13 days. Oh my so, word. Are you allowed to say what game it is? Yeah, now? yeah. So I worked on, uh, still technically working on, Sapboy A Big Adventure, which is a PlayStation 4 and 5 game. So an exclusive. Um, yeah, it's coming out on the November 12th. And uh, I am. Yeah, it's. it's. It, I was saying to a friend, friend at work today, it's. I feel like I'm at. I feel like, to bring it back to movies, I feel like. I am Frodo slash Sam walking up the the side oh, of Mount of, Mo, of Mordor, oh, and we've just thrown the ring in. We've just battled uh. Smeagol, <laughs> throwing the ring in, and now I've just woken up and I'm in a beautiful, well lit, <laughs> elvish uh, room, and uh, and Gandalf's there and he's giving me a hug and everything's everything's okay now. Except I, it's not Gandalf. It's well, uh, it's, not, it's John, Jonathan Pry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess, I guess now I, I make my next journey onto the next one. For oh man! many years? But yeah, so that's that's uh, coming out soon, and I've had a nice little holiday. Went to Cornwall. So yeah, I'm all, I'm all like I'm feeling good about the world at the moment. Apart from the worldwide pandemic, it's still ongoing, keeping everyone locked in the houses. But apart from that, everything's going well. Yeah. I know, like, I don't, you know, the lack of podcasting, I don't want to blame it on the pandemic, but the truth of the matter is, I think that's the main perpetrator for a lot, a lot of it. I think everyone's working overtime, everyone's doing, like, everything they can to support the businesses that they're in, and it just makes everything a little difficult, and I think if the trio isn't there, I just don't think the podcast functions basically you just you need me to moan at you all the time i do need that and also you know and and also my enthusiasm obviously i was gonna say like (laughs) if if you wanted to talk about who the mac daddy of the podcast is it's it's all it's on definitely the big mac can't he's the big mac (laughs) daddy and he literally is a dad so you know it's not too far from the truth thank you should should we start actually talking about yeah let's get on there's normally a segment that we we do, um, and it's called "What have you been watching?" 
And I'm reluctant to say what have you been watching because Johnny uttered the words that he's got 10 films. And if he's got 10 <laughs> films, we could be here till Christmas. So It's 10 films and I don't think you'd like any of them. Uh, <laughs> oh, did the you say you watched 10 films in the last week as well? Yeah, so basically after the oh. day of exercise, because like, I was so exhausted, like I just sit down and watch two films back to back, five days straight. Wow. I mean, some of them were really, really terrible films. Do you want to give us the, the what the best single or maybe two so, films you saw, Johnny? So the uh, the best. Well, it's kind of it's a bit a bit of a hard one to say. I think the film which I was most interested in was I watched Downfall again, Oof. Uh, which is he, like the the last few days of of Hitler before he died in his bunker. Uh, in his bunker. I think, in, I think um, most people have seen the, the memes around that. I've never actually seen the film itself, but I've so, seen the Yeah, where, where the meme comes from, basically that that segment's quite near the start of the film and he's got like all these generals around him and he finds out that all his orders basically they haven't been communicated to his troops and his troops aren't doing what he said and he's basically found out he's got no army to protect him and he's kind of a bit out on a limb really. Uh, but it's it's kind of his descent into well into further madness in the last few days, and you can understand why he was an absolute madman because of the way that the last few days of his life were. He's, he's completely just insane person, but so full of self belief is unreal. I mean, I, I don't know if it's completely true the the way that the film portrays it, but um, yeah, basically ends up killing himself and his wife, and Oops, then spoilers. a lot. The majority of his, um, <laughs> the majority of the people in the bunker with him, because they thought he was like some sort of god, they all kind of like right. killed themselves as well. So, mm. yeah, but like it was so well acted and it just made you feel like you were watching the real thing. It's, um, so, so yeah, I mean, sorry, that was a bit of a, a bit of a downer to kind of <laughs> bring Good everyone back it. on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> We've been away for like four months and yeah. everyone, Hitler. <laughs> but the, the film I watched uh, to double that straight after was um, Ali G in the house. Oh my gosh. Oh. Wow. Like complete opposite so Just films. a bit of a, you know. With, with Martin kind of, Freeman. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, a bit of a palate cleanser. I was hoping, because basically what I'd done is, because the place I was going to didn't have any internet. So I just downloaded a load of things from Netflix onto my uh, my laptop. I was hoping to watch Borat again because the new um, Borat film's coming out, but Netflix has every uh, Sasha Baron Cohen film apart from Borat on it. So I was like, ah, oh, Ali G in the house will do. And it's, it's so cringy. And it's like... <laughs> I was I was speaking to you about watching the Inbetweeners again. It's like it's, it's a film that just I just don't think. Well, I guess Barat's being made, but it just feels so weird to watch a film like that. I just don't think it would I go down well with today's taste. Now. It would feel so like early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of the jokes kind of fall flat now, and some of the things he says are just completely like out of taste and stuff. But yeah. you still, you can still see like how you might have found that funny, like when you weren't aware of some things, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but has, has anyone else been watching anything? Uh, yeah, I've got a couple of things. I mean, I've, I haven't watched too much, honestly, in the last few months, because saying because I've been so busy. I, I did watch, yeah, I watched the Jose Mourinho show, which was quite good. Um, 
and I, and, I, and I watched the whole of the Leeds United, Leeds United documentaries. That they're pretty good. I would I'd recommend the Leeds United one if you're into football documentaries. But the main two I wanted to wanted to highlight really was um, me and Mel watched a beautiful day in the neighbourhood. Oh yeah, which yeah, yeah. was on my list of um, of films that I was looking forward to. Uh, if you remember rightly, we did an episode where we talked about all the films upcoming in the year. This was last January, I think it was, and that was one of the films that was on our, on our list. Um, so it's a film uh, came out in 2019. It's based on the true story between um, a friendship between a journalist uh, Lloyd Vogel and Fred Rogers, who was a TV personality, a kids' TV personality, um, and it's played. Fred Rogers is played by Tom Hanks in it. And it's basically just a bit of a slice of life of of about this uh, journalist who's interviewing Fred Rogers and he's trying to figure out what he's about and trying to get to the bottom of him sort of thing because he's so like agreeable and nice and um, and, he's, and the journalist is looking for something just trying to dig up dirt and trying to figure out like what's making him tick, why is he like this? He can't just be a nice person. And it's just like... It ends up being more about the journalist really and his life and how and his you know, problems throughout his life and stuff and and uh, how Fred Fred Rogers like sort of became his friend and sort of helped him figure out and you know uh, deal with certain things that happened in his childhood. Anyway, it, it's um it's very good. I really re- would recommend it. Uh, it's you know Tom Hanks is just amazing in it and he's actually quite an interesting guy. Afterwards, we watched uh, there's a documentary that came out that won best uh, documentary at the Oscars the year before. Um, and we watched that straight afterwards, me and Mel, and just got really into it. And then, and then we found out that there's a there's a Mister Rogers um, sort of child's cartoon uh, spin-off thing that come out recently on Netflix. So Annabelle's been watching that, which is quite good. It's like all the characters from these little shows and stuff. But yeah, I'd recommend Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood if you uh, if you want something sort of heartwarming and sort of just easy to watch and just sort of nice it's it's really good so that's the first one and then the other one i watched was a tv show um called manhunt deadly games or the deadly games which is based around the story of richard jewell uh, i can't remember if johnny you can't remember if you spoke about the film because there was a yeah. film by clint eastwood who was which is about the same story um mm-hmm. I can't remember if you talked about this in the podcast a few months ago uh, or not. But I'll quickly sum it up again. So basically, Richard Jewell is this American security guard. And during the night, I can't remember what, what year it was, but uh, the Atlantic Atlanta Olympic Games um, in the 90s, he was on he was on security guard and there was a fest, a little like um, concert happening. And he, he discovered a bomb um, on the bench. And uh, he basically managed to get a bunch of people, for, you know, out of the way and informed the security and the police and stuff, and became a bit of a celebrity because he was like a hero for saving all these people. And then the story—I mean, it's not really much of a spoiler because it's sort of the tra- in the in the trailer it talks about it. It's like the whole premise of the film and and, and the, the TV show is that um, the FBI basically turn their view at him and start thinking maybe he had something to do with the bomb. Maybe he planted it. Um, and it's about that whole saga, which, again, the, the film... I can't remember what it's called. Is it just, I think it's just called Richard Jewell, isn't it? The, the Clint, yeah. Clint Eastwood film. That's about that part of the story. TV show... This is the second season of the TV show. 
the first season was all about the Unabomber, which was a brilliant season, brilliant season of TV, really loved it. This season is all about Richard Jewell, but also another person who's another bomber around the same time. And um, basically just gives you a big, a bigger picture view of that whole story. And there's like, a, a there is a manhunt. It's all within, um, I think it's Wyoming in America. And yeah, it's just like, yeah, really, really good watch. It's not particularly well made. So, you know, if you go, if you watch like Mindhunter on Netflix and it's like, it was directed by David Fincher and stuff and it looks incredible and like he's beautifully shot and everything, really well acted, has amazing actors in it and stuff. This is like the TV movie version of it. This is like the daytime movie version of that. Like it's much lower budget. They've only, there's not really anyone I'd ever heard of in, in terms of the actors. The only person I'd heard of in terms of the actors was um, the main character Richard Jewell was played by the same he's played by a guy who's in uh, Mindhunter who plays Ed, Ed Kemper I can't remember the actual name of the, the actor anyway he's like really big guy uh, and he's quite a really good actor um, but the, re- the rest of the cast is not great and the way it's shot and stuff isn't brilliant but it's like a really it's just because it's so interesting and the rest, the rest of the, the rest of the, like the story is so interesting sort of sucks you in so yeah that that was a uh, I would re- I'd recommend if you want a decent TV show with like a quite an interesting you know story and uh, and it's all based on true uh, happenings. Which um, story would uh, did or series did you find more interesting the this the Unabomber one or the Richard Jewell one? The Unabomber one's better, just because it's it's a it's a better it has a, it's a cleaner story. It's a, a better mm. like narrative arc. Um, and it's just like the way they piece it together to try and find out who he is. Like it has like overarching narrative. It's like it sort of touches on the Unabomber's, on his like philosophy and, and the, uh, and his like manifesto and stuff. And it sort of hints at it throughout the whole show. And I think it's well, it's better made. This mm-hmm. one felt like a low, it was like, yeah, the lower budget. And it was a bit more of a complicated short story. So it's not as easy to be told, but it's yeah. still really good. I still like, it, it, you know, if you've watched Mindhunter, where you've got the first, just, I think both seasons of Mindhunter again focused on two different main um, storylines of a, of different um, criminals. This is similar, but it's like the cheaper version. But yeah, it's still really good. To, it's really good, really good watch. I do want to go watch um, the Clint Eastwood film now, just so I can see a better version of that part of the story. But yeah, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I'd recommend it. I think it's like eight episodes. Nice. Yeah, that's about it. That's, that's all. That's all I've got to got to say on the matter. Aaron, have you got anything? Yeah, I mean, obviously, watched? I've um, been watching a lot, but I've got I've got like kind of three things to talk about. I know that Johnny's seen one of the things, so I know, no, no, I know. I've seen, I've seen, I know, actually, two of them. I know that you've seen two, and and we're gonna get to turn the audio off when we turn when we talk about one of them but the first thing i want to talk about is i saw a tv program called dark which is on netflix it's a german tv tv program um it's basically about oh it's very complicated i don't want to spoil it but um it's to do with one day there a kid in the neighborhood goes missing and when that kid goes missing it creates a chain of events that affects time and space that's as vague as I can get. It's very like ominous. It's very 
dark um it's set like in like this little town in germany surrounded by like loads of trees and it's um there's like you know, a local power plant so everyone like sort of works there and it's about sort of the rich man and the poor man and ple- it's, it's sort of involving lots of different characters throughout and you sort of see each kind of person's perspective on each given sort of episode you get a bit of someone doing something different that continues the storyline it's got probably one of the best soundtracks i've heard in a while even though obviously earlier this year we heard um the one that's left my brain about the power plant that explodes chernobyl chernobyl um yeah this is ben frost does the soundtrack is a bad boy composer that you should go listen to one of his best pieces of music occurs in this tv program i would say season one is brilliant season two is equally good and then season three it felt like there wasn't enough money in the budget everything got a little bit too complicated and it kind of tails off there that's my honest opinion but i do think that you should go watch it at least for season one and two because it's that impressive the second thing i want to talk about is peanut butter falcon heather and i watched that recently peanut butter falcon um johnny so you both you off both of you have seen it yeah yeah uh what do you guys think it was it was so pleasant to watch that film uh-huh. in these times <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i think it's one of the more wholesome films that i've seen um it doesn't really have like a bit all right we'll, we'll spin a premise right so essentially there's a kid uh, who has Down syndrome that is stuck in an old people's home for some weird reason. The um, state has decided that he needs to live there and he obviously being like a young man doesn't want to live with old people and he wants to go out and explore and just be who he is. Um, he wants to become a s- pr- pro wrestler or just a wrestler. Yeah. I don't know. Like a, ra- a wrestler. wrestler, yeah. Wrestler. So he he basically escapes the old people ho- old people's home and is met by Charlotte Booth's character, who is a sort of dynamite fish fisherman. Um, but he's a bit just... he's a bit on the on the lam, isn't he? He's running away from the police because he uh, he set fire to some equipment and stuff. Yeah, because he's so so he's on the run, and then yeah, him him and the and the kid team up. Yeah, though he well, he character decides to take. Um, the the kid to to wrestling school and it basically just follows that story um, throughout. I don't want to again. I don't want to spoil it, but it is such a nice, refreshing oh, yeah. film to watch. That it, you know, it didn't feel like it was trying to do or be anything. It just was very wholesome. The soundtrack was great. The acting was phenomenal. Like it was very funny. I think. Both like um, actors just brought so much to their roles, and I couldn't recommend a film more. <laughs> really, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I, I watched it quite a while back, so it's like I've, I've, I've it stuck with me quite a bit, and it is a very good film. Um, like you say, it's really pleasant, just really easy to watch, and yeah. especially because, yeah, like Johnny was saying, like like him escaping, and you know, he's locked in this this old people's home, all these people. And you can't you can't leave and and his like the, the freedom he's getting from running away and just like going exploring all the the outside and stuff it does it does like give you that sort of 
that feeling that you want to you want to go run, run around outside in the woods yeah. or whatever, yeah. especially in lockdown. And it's like the, work, work, the location and the music and everything. It, Definitely teleports you to a completely different world, like from yeah. us at least. Great film, probably be in my top two or three of the year, I'd say. I'd say it's it's quite it's up there, um, in terms of things that I've watched this year. I mean, I don't, I'd need to like, go back and look and think about some of the films that um, I've been watching. One of those films was Tenant, which went to the cinema, took a took an adventure right to this our local cinema, Heather and I, to watch it. And do you want to mute? Oh, Ant is muted. I can confirm that Ant is muted, so you can't hear us. Right, so Tenant is a film that someone I know described it as anime for old people. That's what it was described to me as. Uh, I think our friend Liam, something along those lines. He said that, who's the director? Christopher Nolan. Yeah, he said that Christopher Nolan makes films for Animes for old people, essentially. That's what he described it as. I thought it was a bit snooty. I mean, he's not wrong, though, is he? Like, I think it's. I, to be honest, I think that's, that's quite quite a compliment in in a way, in a lot of backhanded compliment. Let's say it's a backhanded compliment. He did Inception, which is an amazing film. He did uh, Dark Knight, which is an amazing film. Interstellar, an amazing film. Tenant, though was probably his most ambitious project yet, would you say? Yeah, I mean, it, a lot of the criticism that the film received was that it was a complicated film, and it is. I I thought it was complicated when it comes to, you know, some of the terms that they were using. It is very kind of like scientific in some of the, the phrases and stuff that they would use. You'd have to go away and research it and kind yeah. of come back and kind of realize that okay that meant that and this meant that so i mean it's definitely a sort of film you'd probably maybe enjoy more on the second viewing but i i still you know as being like one of the first times going back to the cinema i thought it was a really good film experience to be in the cinema to see maybe it wasn't if i'd seen a lot of other films out that year it it would maybe have kind of fallen down my rankings a bit but it's going back into the cinema, like the the spectacle of it and the visuals and the music. It was kind of like, wow, oh, this is what cinema is again. Like this is this is cool. But the story and the yeah, some of the concepts are just quite difficult to get your head around. So I just like for the listeners, because for anyone who hasn't seen it, um, it's just like a small synopsis of it. Um, armed with only one word, tenant. And fighting for the survival of the entire world, the protagonist journeys through a twilight world of international espionage on a mission that will unfold in something beyond real time. So basically, like, spoiler alert, in this film, time goes forward, but also plays backwards. Someone's developed the technology to be able to, like, do both at the same time. So you have these, like, really interesting set pieces where time is moving forward, but is also moving backwards at the same time, which creates for quite an interesting visual experience i think Mm. like a lot of times like you know when the car flips and it plays backwards and then you know you had the playing sequence and um that mess at the end the set pieces were pretty interesting pretty fun like those bits where they were on like a, a boat and like the boat because it was made of this certain metal and was be able to go back in time 
was cool because it was going backwards and then people were going forward, but the waves were going backwards. And I thought it was very interesting. It stars um, John David Washington, which is Denzel Washington's son, Robert Patterson, Elizabeth Debicki, and various other people. Um, I got my head around the story pretty... I, I didn't find it particularly complicated. I just thought the bad guy was pants. He was a bad, bad yeah, guy. Yeah, he was a bit of a pants bad guy. And um, like... Go on, sorry. I mean, if you look at like Nolan's like more recent films, it, the bad guy there hasn't really been a bad guy as such. It's kind of been mm-hmm. more about loss and um, situations rather than a particular bad. But like Inception, the whole thing was like planting an idea. I liked how you kind of jumped in and it was like a snippet of the story. Like you didn't even see the start or the end. You just had like this sort of almost like an episode. And I thought that was quite interesting. I thought. Uh, Washington's character was like he was pretty cool, the protagonist as he's called. There's like you know there's some in- it made for some interesting things, but I was just kind of like everyone said oh how complicated it was, and I think because Heather and I have been watching Dark and Dark deals with time in a much better way, I might add. I think I I understood it, and I was like okay cool. I think what happened. This is just my personal opinion, but I think what happened is they were like, okay, Nolan, you can do whatever you want. And Nolan was like, let's get Nolan and just made it so needlessly complicated and so weirdly intricate. And it just became a me- like a mess. Like the whole big sort of end sequence where you had like the pincer movement where the army was attacking one way and then in forward in time and backwards in time. And then they were like, it's this person, like, you see thingy's bag, and it's, I don't know, it's all very, like, just messy, like, really, really messy. And the problem is, what I like about Christopher Nolan is his ability to be clinical and his almost scientific approach to dialogue and character development and everything that was interesting about Christopher Nolan's work, I just thought was too much. And I was left kind of like, oh, I was expecting it to be this, but it really fell short of his best, in my opinion. But I know what you're saying about the whole, like, it was. it is definitely a good introduction for people to be back at the cinema again. It's just knowing that Christopher Nolan is better than this, in my opinion. Um, I was kind of like, no, oh, that sucks. Would I watch it again? Nah. Would I recommend it to someone? No. I, I would. I'd, I want to go and watch it again. But I think a big part of it for me was the soundtrack. Like I really enjoyed the soundtrack and was listening to it for the days and weeks after. Like is it, it wasn't yeah. Zimmer this time. It was. Um, is it? I thought it was Zimmer. No, it wasn't Zimmer. He was. He wasn't available because he. Why? <laughs> oh, Zimmer's doing um, Ludwig June, isn't it? Yeah, he was doing June. So it was Ludwig oh, Goranson. Oh, do you know? You do know who he, you know who he is, right? Um, I think I recognise some stuff when I he's he did Black Panther, he did Creed, he's done Mandalorian, but um, he's you know Childish Gambino. Oh yeah, and he's Childish Gambino's friend, so he's done like a lot of like his. He that's where he sort of came up with Childish and came up with him. Yeah, he's he's uh, Ludwig's great. Yeah, uh, I read, but I like the, I was listening to his other soundtracks he's done. Like this one is so different. There was nothing else, which because of kind of like jumping through the different things he's done, like this one's just so kind of reminded me a lot of the Metal Gear 
solid five soundtrack. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that definitely. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Like the Mandalorian soundtrack's great. Like, yeah, but that's what? kind of like woo woo. It's like pan pipes. Yeah. And, yeah, this is more just like like Transformers dying. I hear on the grapevine through the WhatsApp group that we're in that you have a quiz for us, Anne. Yes, this is the uh, the latest addition to the Movie Quest podcast. It is called the Movie Wager. The Movie Wager. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Unless you can come and think of a better name, but that that's what I'm calling it for now. Okay, so rules. Right, this is a quiz that you two are gonna both be part of. The way the the game is played is. I will ask one of you to name the movies that this actor has starred in, right? And then you can have a few moments to think about it. Yeah. And then you've got a, you know, you could potentially, you know, have a think, maybe write a couple down on a piece of paper or whatever. And then you you have to say, right, I think I can name five Oh, I know movies, this game. Right. I know this game. This is a good game. Right, okay. And then the other person then has to say, whether or not they can beat your number and guess mm-hmm. more, or if they don't think that you can, you can actually name, say, five movies, then they <clears throat> they can say, go for it. And then you will then attempt to try and name all five movies or however many movies you've said. Um, if, right. you, if you if you guess one incorrectly, the other person wins a point. If you get them all right, then you get a point. Um, and also, the other thing to mention is movie, movie franchises only count as one Oh, so you can't okay. have like all three Lord of the Rings or whatever. That's oh, just, that's just one. Okay. And also, I'm gonna trust because obviously we're not in the same room. I'm gonna yeah. trust that you're not gonna cheat and look and Google them or no, and that's boring. Right. So Actually, to be fair, you can't see me, so I could cheat, but I'm not gonna do yeah. that. I have got my phone out, but it's because I want to just write down. Yeah, that's fine. You can write down. Yeah. I'll give you a few moments to jot down if, what you what you think. Okay, so shall we start? Who wants to go first? Let's go with the one, the person with the longest beard, which is Johnny. I would imagine it could be Aaron. Oh yeah, jo- yeah. No, my beard is my beard. Uh, I ca- I can't see I can't see Aaron at the moment because he's trimmed. Got, no, my beard is no, nice. No and webcam short. on, so I just uh, I get to listen to could his. Be doing his, anything. His could be anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Could be could be anywhere. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Johnny, are you ready? Yep, yeah, I'm ready. Let's do this. So your first actor is Ryan Gosling. Ooh, Ryan Gosling. So yeah, take a few minutes or a few moments and you can let me know how many films that you can think of that Ryan Gosling has been in. Uh, Now I'm sure everyone listening out there is probably thinking this is probably that easy. Oh, I can name about five different... Oh, it's not when you're under this pressure. But (laughs) you're under the pressure. When it comes to the crunch, can you name them? That's the question. Right, Johnny, come on, I need, I need a number from you. I, I, I think I can only do three. There's only three that come to mind. Okay, three. Aaron, can you beat three? Oh, no, no, can I change it to four? Ooh. Change it to four. We'll go with, we'll go with four. Okay, fine, I'll let you have that. Four. Aaron, can you beat four? Or are you uh, going to let Johnny go for four? For the, for, for the opening point of our new game, are you going to let him... Have it? Or are you gonna try and take him on? I feel like I feel like I should be able to beat him, but I'm like, as you said, like my brain is just completely. 
Right, come on. Come on, Aaron. Come on. Uh, I can also name four. Right, okay, well then, Johnny, you go for it, Johnny. Right. So, Johnny, give me give me the uh, oh. the films. Okay, so, obvious one first, Drive. Ding. Yes, correct. The Notebook. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think it was Beyond the Wayward Pines. Beyond... That's... It's uh-uh. incorrect. Oh. You lost a point. Aaron. Oh no! You gained a point. You got it incorrect, Johnny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say. Oh, can I? Can I? Can I give my 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 fourth one? Yeah, go on. Give your fourth one. God only knows. Yes. No. 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 Also no, incorrect. Yeah. What? Oh man. No. So, I'm sure I mean, they're like. I'm sure that nah, there's probably like so one word out somewhere. I could. I know. Can I tell them? God what only they, forgives. No. Only God forgives. Ah! Drive. Lars in real life and the notebook. I definitely could have beat him. Ugh, and, damn then, it. and then the one you were thinking of, Johnny, was the place beyond the pines. Which the place is beyond close. the pines. I mean, I guess this is a new game. We could adjust the rules a little bit, but do we do we take do we take films that you get slightly wrong, or do no, we, is, yeah. it, is it a judgment call for me to make? I think you, yeah, you as the moderator need to make sure. I I think I think you need to get them right. I'm sorry, Johnny. I'm sorry. I think this beyond is, the wayward is... pines is something else. This is the high stakes uh, of this game. So that is one point to Aaron. I could have I oh, could have done five, you know. I'm I, an forgot idiot. To, I forgot to mention at the start of this, this is a best of five as well. So, right. Aaron, shall I go now? All right, okay. You ready? Right, okay. Uh, the next person, <laughs> next actor that you've got to think of all their films right. is Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. I, I oh no! On, I, I need a number, Aaron. I need a number. Any of any? I can't even think of any of them. Come on, Aaron. Right, right. I can't. I Give can't me a name number. It. I genuinely can't. I can't name. I'm zero. I can't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Really? You're gonna go with zero? So Johnny's just gonna oh, wait, do one. Wait, 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 wait. I've got. I've got. Uh, hold on, hold on. No, I can do... How many? Come on, it's how many? Tell me. Uh, you need family you, you can't think right now. You, can, you can't think right now. Just tell me a number and then we get, you have to get it. Oh, I, can, I, can, I can do three. I can do three. Oh, three, okay. Johnny, can you beat three? Um, I've got three at the minute. but Can you beat three, though? I mean, you you point down, so you need to bring this point back if you want to beat him. Uh, yeah, I'll just three? go for four and I'll try and think of it while Aaron's saying his. Right, four, okay. Oh, Johnny's under pressure right now. Right, what's your first one, Johnny? Uh, no, it's Aaron first. No, 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 no. you, oh, you, well, you. I've got to go first. What? They're yeah, changing the rules as we go along. No, 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 it's not changing the rules. Aaron said he could do three. You said you could do four, so you get to go. Oh, I see how this game can... works now. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay, so number one would be Hunger Games. Correct, ding. And then I can't have Hunger Games too, can I? Nope. No. No. Nope. Right. Serious so, well. so number two, Winter's Bone. Oh, oh yeah, nice that's online. That's, that's, that's a good one. Great yeah. film. Number yeah, tough, number three would be X Men. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah, good, good. I was it's a series in it, so I'll give you X Men. Yep. And then number four would be. <laughs> It's, it's so hard, isn't it? It's so hard. I've got, I've got two that you could have definitely. Oh, come on, Johnny. Come on, think. Pressure's on now. Avengers. 
Was she not at some point? No, she wasn't. Oh, you lose a point. Aaron's on two. Aaron is on two points. Is 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 Mom a film? Mom. Yeah, Mum. But M O M. No, you're thinking of Mother. That's it. And Red Sparrow was the other one, wasn't it? Yeah, she was also in Passengers. Oh, yeah, but and, yeah. Uh, Silver Linings Playbook, that was the one that, you know, was one of the Oh, big yeah, ones the big one. Big, uh, big, never mind, though. Not massive Jared for Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, cheers, fan. mate. Appreciate that. Right, it's back on to Aaron now. Oh, great. So Aaron's winning two points to nil at the moment. Right, <laughs> your actor is Emily Blunt. How many can you get of Emily Blunt? Uh. Right, hold on, hold on. I'm just writing them down. And this is for the game, Aaron. If you win this now, you've won the whole game. The first first oh, game of the of the series. David Tennant. I can only get two. Yeah, I've got two. <laughs> two, Johnny. Can you beat two? I'm. I'm just gonna say, yeah, I can. Go for it. <laughs> right, go for it then, Johnny. Go for oh, it. Oh, gosh. Okay, so is she in... <laughs> <laughs> Emily Blunt. I'm sure. Sure. You've got to have a time. You've got a timer. Uh, you got time. No, uh, should, should we allow... To, I mean, do we allow fo- photos of the, to look at the photos of the person to remind you of who they are? No. Eh, whoa, no? Whoa, whoa, or whoa, is it just whoa, names? Whoa. I mean... Maybe you, next time. Maybe next time. Yeah, next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Is she in The Devil Wears Prada? <gasps> she is in The Devil Wears Prada. Ding, 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 ding. So that's, that's one. one. Okay. Um, is she also in... Oh, oh what's, what's that film called? <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be the one that's on my list. Come on, Johnny. Come on. Ah, it's proper making my brain have to work harder than it should. I mean, he's got to be on a timer. Come on. In the football one, they've got a oh, timer oh, oh. running out. Girl on Train. Yes. I just need one more. And is she also in Mamma Mia? Mamma Mia. I don't nah, think she is. No, Aaron wins. Mamma Mia. Oh, oh, thank you so much. Aaron I would have taken The Edge of Tomorrow and A Quiet Place. Oh, and, uh, yeah, Sica- of course. Quiet Sicario. Place. Sicario. Oh, she's in Sicario. Oh, yeah, gosh, nice. yeah. She was Mary Poppins. Oh, blimey. Yeah, it was... Uh, I think Devil Wears Prada was probably a bit of a. That was a curveball. That was a, that. that was a good pull. I, I wouldn't have thought about that one because that was when she was like, I think just first starting, wasn't it? It was one of the first films she was in. So yeah, there I you can't. Goes. Johnny, I can't believe the. You've got you. Thanks, mate. Cheers, mate. But I did nothing, and you did all the work there. <laughs> well, I had to. I had to do something. I, I wasn't going to get any points. Yeah, that that's how it works, isn't it? Right, okay. Well done, Aaron. You've won this 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 week's movie wager, and uh, and we'll see what who who can. Maybe you need to do some uh, researching for next week. You know, get your uh, maybe get you in the hot seat up. next week. Oh yeah, maybe yeah. I tried it with Mel before, and she could <laughs> she could like she couldn't name like any. There's was like one. I think I asked her. Who was it? I asked. I think I asked her. Um, Oh, I did Adam Sandler. That was going to be the next one, yeah. and uh, and she she couldn't. She think she picked. She had one film that she could do. And that was it. Well, yeah, never mind. It's, anyway, I guess when the pressure's on, because you you say you say the name right, you say it, and then like 
instantly your brain just goes like this. Yeah, I think <laughs> like it literally just falls apart, and you're like, in you know, if someone had asked me this conversation, in an inc- like if you just asked me, oh, what film, who's such and such in, I would have been able to just reel it off. But when the pressure's on, you start to crack. It's like Jennifer Lawrence. How is she famous? She's not in any films. <laughs> <laughs> One of the biggest like movie stars in the world. Anyway, yeah. right. Shall we move on to the main event? Aaron? Let's move on to the main event. For this week's movie quest, we watched Hocus Pocus, a 1993 film starring, is it Betty Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy, Omri Katz, Thora Birch, and Vanessa Shaw. The premise is, Curious Youngster moves to Salem, where he struggles to fit in before awakening a trio of diabolical witches that were executed in the 17th century. Oh, I've just gotten rid of. Who was it? Who who was the director? I've Kenny Ortega. Kenny Ortega. He's so done I'd High School at, Musical. I'll... Did he? Yeah. Oh my word! So, the thing about um, Kenny Ortega, from what I can tell, is he does a lot of, but he, he does a lot of TV films. It seems. It seems like a lot of TV TV films. Um, but some people many... call him the Hallmark Channel. Yeah, or like Disney Disney films or whatever like that were like on the disney channel or whatever um he doesn't seem like he does a lot of you know films that you might know about or like care about really it's a lot of smaller stuff i mean yeah i love that you say smaller stuff yeah high school musical was one of the biggest like no yeah yeah it was but it was also not supposed to be was it when it first came out it was just it came out on the on the disney channel and then yeah loved it. yeah so and it, anyway. it sort of kicked off. I mean, do people it, like High School Musical the that. same way that people like The Room? Um, that's what it feels like when I'm watching it. I'm just like no, s- s- no. some 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 pe- some people do, and some people don't. I think it's a bit of it's a mixed bag, isn't it? Some people Similarly genuinely watch it, and some people are like, oh, this is funny. Yeah, same with Twilight. I, I, well, I can appreciate it in both accounts. I, I appreciate High School Musical for being stupid. And also, I actually quite enjoy the music and the and the premise, and so I, I I can like it on both parts. Whereas the room room is just just a mess, isn't it? Um, yeah, but an absolute yeah glorious perfection. mess. But it's still a mess. <laughs> uh, you know, now that you said that though, this it makes more sense as to why this film is the way that it is. Then because it's very Heather described it as like stage play. Yes, yeah, that's what I got from it as well. It felt like a Especially ride. You were watching theme. a ride. Yeah, I felt like I was like in a theme park. What, what I mentioned it to to Mel afterwards was it felt like I was gone to you know like York Dungeon or London <laughs> Dungeon or whatever, yeah. and you walk around and the people are just so over the top, and there's like you kind of walking through all these different sets, and you sort of like, oh look, this is the one where we're riding on a broom, and everyone's just sat on this. <laughs> Little broom for like going at like five mile an hour around the around the set, or it just felt very very much like that. I ever tell you I went to uh, London Dungeon by myself? (laughs) Did you? Why did you do that? Not because it's scary. (laughs) Just on your own. Just a weird thing to do on your own. I bet they didn't know what to do with you when you got got in there because they like talk to you, don't they? Ask you all the questions, and you're just there on your own. It's a bit creepy, really, Johnny. Actually, oh, I just, I just like to look at the, look at the, the torture. I'd never, I'd never been to one, and like whenever, whenever you're in like York or somewhere, you're just like, oh, do you want to go to the dungeons? Like, no. So I was like, and it always been like, oh, it's never, never as good as 
such and such a dungeon. And I was like, <laughs> I was in London, and I had some time, and I was like, I'm going to go see what all the fuss is about. And uh, there was a lot of air sprayed at me. That seemed to be the main oh, yeah. kind of... I'm not going to lie, like, I don't think I've ever had that conversation with someone where they were like, oh, yeah, the York dungeon, yeah, that's boring. You should go to the London dungeon. That's <laughs> not a conversation that I've ever had. They're all like, ever. the same, aren't they? From sure, sure. Anyway, this uh, film. Hocus this Pocus. film. <laughs> um, so I think I think we should build up to the witches because they're the most interesting part. About it. Well, they're not. They're not um, the most interesting part. Max is the most interesting part. Anyway, um, how did you find just the general atmosphere of the film from basically the start and bear in mind that this is made in 1993 so you yeah. have to be a little bit forgiven i guess maybe um it felt like it was it's it's, it's weird right at the start I, I so going to this i had no idea what it was about at all i knew nothing i thought it was death becomes her you know the bruce willis film where there's like the, the, the women drink old woman drinks the elixir of life and then she can't die or whatever I got mixed up with that a little bit. So when I first started watching this, I was like, oh, I have no idea what this is at all. So it opens up, obviously, in the 17th century. And I thought, oh, maybe this is just, this is the film. And they all talk, like, from like the, from the olden times. And they're all barefoot, walking around like the hobbits or something. So I, I, I didn't know what to expect right at the start. It sort of, so it sort of threw me a bit. Um, but yeah, it felt like I was watching a stage show. That's the, It felt like... In, a little bit like Into the Woods or like a Wicked or whatever, but without any of the any of the actual like quality of the of the production. Um, and and yeah. it, it did. It also felt like it was going for a little bit of a, I guess like a like a a little bit like Gremlins or something, just a little mm-hmm. bit fantastical, but like sort of this small time Amer- Americana sort of thing. Um, with 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 the new kid, you know, the new kid going to new school. The bullies, and then oh, he's got a crush on this girl, and it's just very much like it sort of fit together like a bunch of other films of that era. Speak, speaking of Max, like what a great introduction to I'm going to call him my spirit animal from here on in, um, because he just like like no 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 human being talks like this, especially on their first day at school or oh, whatever, no, yeah. and he's like hands what's her face like his numbers like here's my number babe oh, or something, and you're like awful isn't it? oh I've got behind this guy this guy's all right, you know what he's seen some things in l a he knows what's dying he's got a tie dye top on he's cool, like you know whatever he's I like think, a bro I think he's probably further from reality than the witches are honestly didn't didn't I uh, think when shades in the dead of night. Didn't think that was pretty cool though. Like I thought that was pretty great. Like that his costume was just to wear a baseball cap and put some shades on and, and pitch <laughs> well in the darkness. So he probably couldn't have seen any, anything anyway. But you know that's how you know someone's cool is that they don't need sunlight or light to move around. They just know where they're going. He was great. Everything he did was so not normal. It was, um, it was like written by an alien or something. Like yeah, people don't understand what people, what kids actually like. I also like you know the little sister, again the weirdest character. Uh, yeah, like, she, stu- she bit- stood out quite a bit actually. She was she was quite fun, and quite quite a quite a good character, but also terrible at the same time. It was weird. Like there was parts of it that I was like I quite enjoyed her. Yeah, but then she doesn't she doesn't act like any any child I've ever met in my life. Like just. 
Just again, no, like, no. it was like a thirty-year-old playing a, a kid, but like, like in terms of the, 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 the demeanor of her. I think like you know, like the bit where she's getting really annoyed with Max, and then she like runs away and just like throws herself on some pumpkins outside someone's house, and like has like a huff while she's like laying on top of the pumpkins. That had me laughing for about a good four it, it to five minutes. It did feel very room-like that bit. It was very weird, and like cause I didn't know. I just thought she like ran home, went to the front of her house, and then just like fell on the pumpkins and started like crying because Max was being a douche. Then it panned back, and I was like, "Oh no, it's leaving her house." She just went there and just it cried was, was outside odd. the rich person's house. And then they like the way they described the rich person's house as well. I don't know, so weird. The the girl protagonist, the one who uses like the salt, she was odd. so nothing. There was nothing so that there. Was Danny, wasn't it? Yeah, Danny. Yeah, there was... Didn't. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, they were all terrible in characters, to be honest. Uh, um, not of, not of the parents. The parents were great. No, the parents were awful as well. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we can talk about all this, but we, we should probably get to the witches. Like, yeah, they're, they're the, most, they're, yeah, they're the reason why this film was made, really, aren't they? Yeah. Um, they were the... Yeah, like, I don't know what, like... I don't know what the game plan was, but they were like, let's just have these three really extravagant characters that... No, I think, just... I think that the hook was, oh, what about if we made a film where we have three actual witches come back from the 17th century and they turn up on Halloween night and then they have to interact with all the modern... All the, all the modern things that are happening and all the like Halloween uh, decorations and all that sort of stuff going on and the parties and stuff and we can make it like we can sort of bounce off that as part of you know make it, bounce off it in a comedic way that I mean that was probably the hook the rest of it was all just we need to fit a story around this anyway that that's all, that's what I, I thought about it anyway like the, the weird thing was like yeah, it's like what you said at the start. They were like, oh, how are they going to mix with like 20th century technology? But by the end, they were making like jokes about driver's licenses and like all this. And I was like, where did you get this information from? When did you read about like the 20th century? I feel like, like that, that might be looking a bit too much into it. <laughs> like, yeah, it was so obviously that's a massive plot. It doesn't make sense. But it's like at that point, it's just the whole film doesn't make any sense. I mean, how did you who was your favorite witch? Who's your favorite? Did you have a favourite witch? Mm. Bet Midler. <laughs> I like, I mean, both Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker and uh, Kathy Najimi, they were both quite good. Bet Midler was alright, it's just kind of annoying, I don't know. Yeah, just... I think like, Kathy Najimi's like, character was pretty, I think she was the, she had the funniest lines, I think. Whereas Bet Midler's character was just, too, uh, felt like too much. And then Je- Sarah Jessica Parker's character was just too like horny is the word i'm gonna use yeah probably i, I it's part, parts of it were funny weird just, it's quite yeah. quite a weird tone for a disney film i thought like it, yeah that's what yeah. i mean I was like, like, this is a kids film and she's like being i don't know well, you gotta make a film where the adults can enjoy it too aaron <laughs> it was oh, like really pushing that like they're after for the witches to come back it had this uh, oh, per- person who was a virgin and under the age of is it under a certain like under the age of 16 yeah. or something it's like a teenager I think, yeah, who or lit t- this t- candle and then they would bring the, the witches back and they kept going over that it's like, so it's like it did seem odd they were sort of obsessed with there's, it, there's many Disney films that kind of acknowledge 
sex in a way. <laughs> it's kind of like an odd thing to bring up in like I feel a kids like, film. Could you not come up with some other plot point? Yeah, it's just like all? you know, a boy who has got ginger hair or something, or like I don't know, just something. An out a boy from out of town. <laughs> who's who's only just been in town who lights this candle yeah it was it wasn't that was a very odd plot point really um i mean do you want to talk about the cat oh uh, yeah i guess so i mean when it get run over it was pretty funny it's like yeah. uh again just such a crap character so, so well i mean yeah terrible i mean it's for just people who haven't, who haven't watched the film the cat is a boy trapped in uh, who from the 17th century who tries to rescue his sister gets turned into a cat by the by the witches and then he he wants to get vengeance on them so he's he's he lives forever as a cat and he uh, and basically yeah has to help the kids fight against the witches it was very odd um it actually it was interesting it, it is one of the first uh cg characters ever in a film was it? and i mean it's Mostly animatronics, but the face was CG'd. Um, you could tell. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't too badly done considering it was 1993, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, wasn't was brilliant either. Yeah, I just found that the cat thing was odd because he was like... Because if you remember towards the end where they had the first ending, where you, it was like over with about 30 seconds. They, they oh, loaded yeah. into the school and put them in this giant kiln, apparently, that they can yeah, like, yeah. trap people inside and murder them. Um, and it it's not happened. safe in a school, is that, no. is it? <laughs> but it all happened within about about 30 or 40 seconds. The whole film was supposedly wrapped up, which is just... I mean, it's obvious that it wasn't the end of the film um, mm. because just the way... It, I mean, if it, would, if it had been, it would have been an absolute... Tra- it would have been awful as an ending. And then... The way that the like the young girl was, oh, I will love you forever as my as my kitty, and like just like a grown like teenage boy, and that cat. It was just really bizarre. Like, oh, we're gonna treat you like a pet, but you're actually a real person. I don't know. It just it sort of just also. Uh, sorry, and I'm, I'm just going all over the place at the moment. That cat, he became a cat, and then his family never knew he was a cat and just sort of abandoned him. But he could speak. <laughs> yeah. So why didn't he speak to so, them? Unless, unless, unless over three hundred years, if you give like if you give the, a cat the power of life for three hundred years, you'll eventually just learn how to speak again. Maybe just like figure it out how to speak. It just uh, that doesn't make any sense either. Like, it, it was very like again that weird relationship like continued because remember like when he sort of died at the end and then he came back and he like whispered something into re- your ear it's like I'll always be with you or something I'm like, like you've known her for about all of half man. an hour and uh, then like then the way the way his sister's like Billy Billy where yeah. are you Billy I was like oh so cool. very funny so cool. very funny this film was well it felt like an SNL sketch yeah. Like, that's the idea of, like, real witches in Halloween, and you just sort yeah. of unraveled it out. I mean, I will say, we are, like, bashing it loads. The thing I will say is, like, obviously it's a kid's film. Yeah. Um, And it's one of those films, I think it's one of those films that came out in the 90s, that probably happens these days as well, is if you watch it as a kid growing up, you probably really liked it. And then when you go back to it, it brings back all those memories of, like, being a kid and enjoying bits of it, and you probably get into it again. Yeah, so I, I remember folks, enjoying I'm... it more than I did this time watching it. <laughs> yeah. well, that's a point. Had had you guys watched it before? I had seen it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Um. I didn't remember like loving it, but I didn't remember hating it either. Like it was just sort of 
a film that I never really thought I'd ever watch again. And then Heather suggested, because obviously Halloween time, so you watch like different Halloween stuff. Um, we continued our yearly ritual of watching Over the Garden Wall, which neither of you have seen, and you should, because it's the best thing to happen to Halloween. Um, yeah, I don't know, it just felt like it's quite a Halloween-y film, so we watched it, but I, it's safe to say that I will never need to watch it again. I know, yeah. Yeah, Heather was not. exactly the same, um, but so I was going to say like yeah, it, that so that, that, let's let's forgive it from for that point of view. If people, if people like it, we're not trying to bash it because you know we don't we don't want to be mean about the things you like. Obviously, when you're a kid, I think you'll you probably would enjoy it more and accept it, whatever, and you grow up with it fine. I will say, the Free Witches, there was some humorous, funny moments in it. Just some of the reactions and some of the stuff that they were doing with like. With the with Halloween it was quite funny, um, and I didn't like probably like every fourth or fifth joke. I was like, ah, oh, that's kind of funny, but the majority of it was awful. Um, but yeah, I will I will say that I mean it, it was very over the top, but I did I did enjoy some of the, the the witches were the best thing about it, and also partly the worst as well. But like yeah, yeah they were probably Max the best. Max was thing the about best thing about it. Like, Max with his cool tie dye shirts and the way that he talks to people and like you know wearing shades in the dark. Max was like, yeah, he's just, yeah, he was a pretty cool dude. Pretty cool dude. I wanted more of Max. In fact, I would have probably had a, just a film of like Max being Max, like you know, like the OC, but like Ugh, in no Salem. Way, um, no. So are we gonna put it? We're gonna put this in the list. Yeah. Do you know the one thing I did quite like about uh, Hocus Pocus? The zombie. Mm-hmm. I thought the zombie was good. Oh, yeah, yeah. What, Johnny Depp? One. Was that Johnny Depp? It looked like Johnny Depp. Too. Oh, yeah. Could have been Johnny Depp today. Nah, Could have been Johnny, Johnny Depp back Depp. then. And um, have you got the Halloween list from I last do. time? So last time our list went... We watched three films. And our list went as follows. It went... Uh, Last place was Arachnophobia, and then it was uh, second was Paranorman, and in first place was Poltergeist, which has just been knocked off by Hocus Pocus. Uh, podcast over. Right, see you later, boys. <laughs> yeah, um, very funny. Right, so obviously this is going to go in last place, surely. Yeah, this is, this is like just not I would, I would be absolutely fine with that Johnny you got good with that yeah yeah I mean yeah um, after watching it again I'm a bit just indifferent with it really it does give like some I... Halloween-y vibes like mm-hmm. yeah it's like, everyone dressing up in the Halloween costumes but it just reminds you of all these slightly better films and yeah. TV shows that do that it was yeah. very similar to Paranormal wasn't it in, in some ways Paranormal obviously aped off it quite a bit in terms of just like the general story of the witches from in Salem and the new, well, I guess it's not that similar, but it's it's sort of around the same ballpark, and it was yeah, that was a much better film. Uh, but yeah, so we're going in fourth place for, for yeah. Books, books. Well, shocks. I mean, we did have a uh, argue. One of my favorite films was on that list, but we chose not to do it. What it follows? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe next time. Maybe Me- next Mel year. Was, Mel was generally angry at you, Aaron, for making making her watch it. She said she said to me afterwards, she said, oh, there was a good thing about you not being on the podcast is that I don't have to watch these awful films that Aaron picks. I mean, so, you know. 
the ones that you pick hey. <laughs> I named a list of three films and said, vote for it. No one voted. And then I was like, right, cool. Well, I guess we'll just watch this one then. Um, we did. Because what were the three films? They were Hocus Pocus, It Follows. Was it Quiet Place? No, it wasn't a Quiet Place. I don't think that's a Halloween film. I think it's just a scary Sorry. film. We I rewatched that recently. Oh, Night of the Living I Dead. Mean, right, Night of the Living right, Dead. Night of oh, the Living yeah, Dead. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, you you can watch scary films at Halloween. It doesn't have to be a Halloween film. But I guess our our list is Halloween films. Well, it's not though, is it? Because Arachnophobia isn't really a Halloween film. It's just a scary film. Yeah. Yeah. So, Petrifying. Yeah. Scary. That's one word. I mean, if it follows had it been chosen, or Night of the Living Dead had it been chosen, Poltergeist would have been. Shaking oh, yeah. in its boots. Well, it would have had some competition there, definitely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think like the problem is like the the with this list so far, like the gap is so big. Oh yeah, because you keep picking <laughs> picking rubbish films. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we haven't done any like funny like you know like slashers like weird funny ones like that are stupid. Yeah, we. I mean, obviously we went and watched um, Chopping Mall. We watched, Scre- we watched Scream on our spooky movies night, didn't we? Oh, yeah, that was great. Um, I mean, see, that- I would argue that, that because we've watched it, should that go in the list? I think it should. And it's a clear it's a clear second. Yeah, but we didn't watch it in the Halloween season, did we? No, exactly. Well, it was the week afterwards. But, yeah, I mean, it was it was a bit far. It was, yeah. I mean, I think- just, like, do we just add that, like, scary films to the Halloween list? No, it is no, kind of editing no. on the podcast as we're talking on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. I'm sure the right. listeners are like you know all all. Well, we've probably lost all those millions of listeners, haven't we? So oh, I mean, all our all our hundreds of thousands of listeners in Australia. Oh yeah, they're they probably all gone now. Yeah. Oh shame. From hopefully, hopefully Lewis is still listening. Oh, Lewis, Lewis asked about it. Oh, that's nice. And so did Big Dave. Big Dave was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Big Dave. Where's your podcast at, mate?" Big Dave, yeah, Big, Big Dave is Dave. Like, Big Daddy Dave, also Big Daddy, another one. Got two Big Daddies that are involved in the pod. So there you have it, folks. That was the final episode of the Movie Quest. We'll probably see you in another six months. <laughs> Cheers! No, no, no. We're back. We're we're back, baby. We're back. Baby, they're only back until um, this actually gets online. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But we're back, baby. The uh, Halloween episode released okay. in February. <laughs> Makes sense. Thank you so much for listening to the Movie Quest podcast. We are glad that you enjoy listening to us waffle on about absolute rubbish, and uh, we're very lucky that you're even interested in our opinions on films. Mm. If you would like to follow us on instagram you can follow us at the movie quest if you want to email any sort of i don't know grievances maybe you love hocus pocus or maybe you also agree with us and didn't like it you can email us at podcast at themoviequest.com as always thank you very much from aunt johnny and aunt movie quest signing off (laughs) goodbye (laughs) bye (laughs) see ya good to be back <laughs> is it yeah it is, yeah it's good to hear your beautiful voice Aaron. and yours too Johnny thanks